full name if you don't want to. You can just share your first name, but mm -hmm. just share. Get a little, come a little closer. No, you good? Come a little closer and just share with us your name or something. Okay. Um, my name is Jessica Dotson, and I am 22. I'll be 23 in March. Awesome. You, you know, we were. You, you came in and, and you had a, a conversation. We believe that it's not an accident that you came by. You stopped by when you did. Uh, because you ran into someone, uh, and we'll just say Sue Swayze's in the house over here too, uh, who's a great friend of ours. But you ran into somebody who, uh, you know, has been in this community for a long time, and I know how she is. And so, certainly, the dialogue that you all had was one uh, that I want to document. Okay. And you talked a little bit about your experiences growing up, what was there for you, and and and, and the importance of why that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. more, uh, but maybe differently as we've changed yes. generations. Talk a little bit about, you know, your experiences in this community and what helped you. Okay, well, um, I've been in this community for maybe going on 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, Where were you before you came here? I lived off of Moeller. Okay, so not that you were not in the, in yeah. the city or state. Yeah, I'm, I'm originally from Gary, Indiana. Gotcha. Okay. I've been up here for I don't know how many years, but it's been a minute. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Um, I don't know. I guess ask questions. I don't know. Talk about the Hope. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, the Club Hope. I've been over here for maybe 10 years, and when I first moved over here, they had something that they called Barnes. We called it Barnes. They would host basketball games for the boys. They had a room just dedicated to, like, just music and Dancing, they actually gave us lunches, and it went from maybe six in the afternoon we got out of school to about nine or ten o'clock at night. Every day, or just a few? Times? Um, every day they would have different things, but the club Hope only met on Fridays. Gotcha. And they had the open gym, and they had the open gym, and you could come, and okay. you could come and play basketball. And they gave us or gave the young men basketball teams, and a lot of them men are still playing basketball. They mm -hmm. still come no matter where they live, they still mm -hmm. come back and mm -hmm. um coach coach Ant actually, he was the one that got me into basketball, mm -hmm. me playing basketball, me just playing sports and so you're talking about you were twelve, thirteen yeah, I was at the time. Yeah. Twelve and twelve, thirteen from the age of twelve to maybe fourteen. What were you doing before you got involved in, in this um camp camp hope or what was yeah, going on Club Hope after um, school? Really nothing, just coming home from school. Um, I don't know, I had it hard. <laughs> now, talk about it. I'm, I'm, that's what we need to, we need to okay, understand. Um, what does hard well, mean? People don't understand what that means. Okay, well, just from, I guess I just touched base this on myself. Um, me growing up, raised in Gary, Indiana, it wasn't the easiest, but I doubt to say that that was the hardest thing that ever happened to me. Mm -hmm. But... Um, my mother was on drugs. Mm -hmm. um, my father, I touched bases on him all the way up until I was about 12 mm -hmm. um, for not sure. Now, again, that's not reasons. And I say I don't really know the reason because he passed when I was about 18 or 19, and it really hurt me. And I was like, mm -hmm. I, didn't, I didn't get to know why he wasn't there. I kind of judged off of me just being young. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well. Her father wasn't there. Okay, you just a deadbeat then. You just don't want to be with me. You don't like me. Mm -hmm. I never really got to ask him, so there was that. Right. Um, but I 
I'm a strong believer in things happen for a reason, mm -hmm. and I love him to death. I still love him to death. I just think that if I would have got the time to talk to him, I'm pretty sure that it was something just a dispute between them two mm -hmm. that couldn't be resolved and other reasons. Right. So I don't judge him for that. <clears throat> um, so, so before you move on, so if things were kind of that way with parents, with your parents, mm -hmm. then uh, how were you being directed at that point? What, which, where were you finding your direction? And um, I had... Actually, okay, with okay with the thing with my mother, she wasn't, I guess, suitable to raise me at the time because mm -hmm. of the things that she was doing. And she had a few family friends that's been in the family for my oldest brothers, maybe going on 40. So mm -hmm. they grew up together, just a neighborhood kind of thing. Gotcha. And their grandmother and their mother actually raised me. Gotcha. And I just grew up with... You would say people that I wouldn't, I didn't know at the time, but mm -hmm. I came around when I was a little bitty baby. Mm -hmm. So it was nothing but family for me. Gotcha. Um, so it was sort of that village that helped yeah, hold definitely. you, hold I, them I, together. Yeah, I definitely grabbed, I, I grabbed, I grabbed what I needed from other people. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't really dwell on the fact that my mother's not here and. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't get to see her. I always, you know, I, of course, I, you always want your mother around. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really just, I didn't, I guess I didn't show myself sorrow. I just was like, it's okay. It's probably she, normal for you, too. Yeah. Just, I, I do it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I just really, she raised me. Actually, I had, um, I call her Boo, and my grandma Willa. Two different households. But it was all it was all love, and long as, as long as I was finding love, I never really felt like, oh have, well, yeah. I didn't what have my me? mom, I didn't have my dad. Yeah. I was just like, it's there, you know. Mm -hmm. We're we're only looking for love, mm -hmm. so I can't now, I can't really. So you were telling me out there outside that a lot of the other young people you see, you know, you were saying it's how you raise a child. A yeah. lot of your young people that you see don't have that foundation. Right. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, you and it's, it's, had some sort of foundation that yeah, you can trust. Yes. And with Boo, I touch bases on just going to church every day. I sing in the choir, um, awesome. which today I absolutely love music that she mm -hmm. shaped me from there. Mm -hmm. So I know, you know, kind of just what I look forward to. In life. And they um, were the ones she, that kind of helped guide you. Yeah. Even, to, even to this program, I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. So to say, yeah. <laughs> I guess it all ties in together. Okay. I don't know why. But um, with Boo, she just fed and raised me like her own. I really didn't feel like I didn't belong. So I guess that's why I didn't question. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I didn't always hear, well, your mama this and your. And actually, as a kid, I heard it maybe once or twice. And it was like uh, you heard what her. once or twice. I heard a child, cha yeah, a child, uh, one of my friends now, but we were younger then, so it was harmless, so to say. But um, she came to me and said, um, "Your mother's on drugs. Like you're, you a crack baby." Mm -hmm. No, I'm not. I'm perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. Nothing's wrong with me. And yeah, I, and that's when I kindly realized, like, you know what? My mom's not around. Mm. It's kind of weird, but. She boo disciplined that, and I kind of seen she sat down and talked to me and like, your mother loves you. She's just not stable and right, right, and right. 
Like, do are, are you want for anything? What do you need? Tell me what you tell me what you're missing, and I'll tell you wow. that I'm here. Mm-hmm. And once yeah, I was, <laughs> was probably like five or six, six or seven, maybe somewhere in there. And from that point on, I never really what was me. It was just it was never what was me. It was just like another obstacle. I call them obstacles. I came up here and I realized that the community's better and the environment's a lot better. And it's worth building. You know, I, I wasn't, I, when I first came down here, I was like, okay, I'm leaving all my friends and I don't know nobody. And mm-hmm. I'm coming down here with my brothers and sisters. I had recently got back with them and, you know, and they helped raise me a little bit when I first moved down here. Um, then we moved over here some years later and I bumped into Club Hope going up to Barnes, just watching playing basketball and like I said, I like to sing. So once I realized that they was having DJs every Fridays and, mm-hmm. and you know, they would have us sign in and they would, you know, basically count heads and feed the heads that mm-hmm. were there. And we would get meals and we would, I don't know, we would just, it felt like we was getting love from the community. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just, we was we would come home from school and before I would go to Club Hope, it was like, oh, I'm not doing schoolwork. I want to go outside. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have, of course, I didn't have a mother that was like, okay, do your homework. Check your book bag. I you know I had my sisters and brothers, and they had kids of their own. It was hard that way. So I kind of just felt like I want to do better. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind graduating. I wouldn't mind being somebody in life. Mm-hmm. So I went to Club Hope, and he would have me do my homework and play my sports. And, you know, just I felt normal. I felt like, like I didn't feel like I... My mother was on drugs, and I mm-hmm. never really met my father. You know, mm-hmm. I felt like a human. I just felt like a normal person. Yeah, and, no. uh, you had a sense of community too. Yeah. yeah, and like you said, from the village, I it takes yeah. a it definitely takes a village to raise a child, mm-hmm. and that's something that needs to be taught mm-hmm. because a lot of things that kids go through nowadays, you don't have you don't have parents at home. You do, but your your mother has to go to work or. More, Your mother's not more, around. More than one or, job at time. Like, and yeah. you kind of miss certain points. Is that what but, you're seeing in the community? You yeah. See that Most, kind of and with, with Club Hope, that's what we was getting. We wouldn't, it was never a time where, like, I would see him today, in which I still go up to Barnes and just keep him updated on the things that I was mm-hmm. doing and all of that. And I got pregnant when I was, like, 18. I did try to wait as long as possible, but that's my blessing. I do love her to death. Mm-hmm. Um... But he was just like, that doesn't stop you. Like, mm-hmm. so you had a baby. Did you graduate? No, I didn't. And I actually recently just went back. I just, I started the Excel Center. Okay. Well, adult, adult education. Mm-hmm. And getting my high school diploma. And because he made me feel like all these years I never was woe as me. And when I found the obstacle that with everybody else I felt like, Oh, well, she didn't graduate. Well, she had to, you know, and everything is struggling. If I don't have this and I don't have this, I don't have this, then I'm just doomed to be a nobody. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, stand up, like get up. What was, it, what was it like with the peers that you had, the people that you were around that were your age and whatnot? Um, what was it like? From, I mean, it's, you weren't in their moccasins. I get that. But mm-hmm. what, what did it, what were you receiving about their plight and their walk were they some of them able to keep it up like you and some or some of them just like couldn't hold on or I mean, yeah I, I would say as we grew up old as we're older now adults yeah we're we've all kind of 
I guess meet, meeting our peak, so to say, in mm-hmm. success. A lot of us, a lot of my friends are CNAs or um, my best friend actually works at um, uh, security system mm-hmm. um, for like kind of like the ADT stuff. Mm-hmm. She's a dispatch for that. We had a lot of a lot of obstacles, but with being with Club Hope and so to say Coach Ant, it was just don't like, I guess don't, don't feel sorry for yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't, it's, that's not what you're supposed to do. You're mm-hmm. supposed to just make yourself better. So now is that still going on? Uh, that's a loaded um, question, but I'm going <laughs> to throw it out there. No, not so much. On Fridays, they have um, basketball. They play basketball, but not with the DJs and all of that stuff. Because, like I said, this generation is a lot harder on they they are a lot harder not realizing How the so? good things in life. Yeah, tell talk more about this generation now. Um, what do you see? Just violence, pure, just absolute violence. Yeah, absolute now this didn't happen. Mayhem. Did it happen overnight or is it no? It di- it didn't. It was, I guess, not overnight realistically, but just seeing it, it kind of did. It was like okay. One one day it was like, well, everybody go play basketball, and everybody, you know, and we all. And growing up, then the younger kids for us was maybe, I say, eight or nine. I would say maybe that's that's this generation now. That's just feel like mm-hmm. everything is just kill. Everything is kill. Like you from that side, kill you. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have a mother. He has a mother. He has sisters and brothers. Mm-hmm. You, you just you just don't care. You just don't care. Why do you think that is? I don't. I don't know. I can't say that. I don't know. I think maybe they they don't have they don't they don't have anyone to tell them. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Don't because your mother and because you have so much freedom. Do your work. Do you realize if you don't graduate, it's thirty times harder. Mm-hmm. You have. They need. They need to know. You feel like something's wrong with it, mm-hmm. and. Go with your go with your first mind. Don't don't follow everybody else. Is that the majority of the kids that you see in this community, or is it a small group that's kind of? I see a small group, but that small group's full of. I'll say roughly seventy people. So just, just it's total, just like man, just, it's got seventy people that are just, just about I'll say, kind of terrorizing everybody else. About about. So, I'll not say terrorize, kind of just, okay, for instance, I say, with me being around the friends I had, it was maybe 15 of us. Mm-hmm. Out of about 15, three or four of us has been back and forth to jail, mm-hmm. I'll say. Now, if I was to feel like, okay, he felt like that's the cool thing to do. He didn't want to finish school and not knowing that if I don't finish school or like not necessarily knowing my my outcome in the end, mm-hmm. I would follow that because everybody's doing it. Mm-hmm. So if I'm a little if I'm five and six years, yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. if I'm five and six years old and coming up and seeing that, OK, all I want in life is money. All I want is to be successful. But to feel like I have to be successful then I have to go sell drugs. Okay, that's fine. That's not fine. That's not okay. Yeah, they don't know <clears throat> that's not okay. 
just because you see that's fast money that comes with a lot of other obstacles. That comes with all obstacles that you really could just bypass. You don't have to go to jail. You don't have to get locked up. You don't have to get killed. Mm-hmm. That's not mandatory. You mm-hmm. could take the free educations and all the opportunities that they've given us as kids and don't feel like it's uncool. Feel like it's cool to graduate. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we need. I think that we need somebody to feel like it's cool to be somebody. It's, 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 it's not cool to be unsafe. It's not cool to have to go outside and not know that if... You know, I, I I sold drugs and I made this much money. Okay, he felt like I made this much money last night. He didn't make no money last night. So he's going to come kill me. That's not that you you fighting for your life every day. Mm-hmm. Instead of you just going to school. Instead of you just wanting to be a doctor. Like, mm-hmm. be be some be something other than standing on the corner every day. So, so then, okay, based on what you're saying and based on what we're seeing now in terms of what's available for young young people to do, mm-hmm. what's the likelihood in this environment that we have for that five-year-old to see something different or that eight-year-old to turn it around, you know, what's the likelihood today with the environment that we have from your perspective? I say, I say it's high if we work hard. Mm-hmm. I say it, it, it'll be, well, not so much for the five-year-old, not so much, I don't think, because he's just a child. He's innocent as long as you keep him innocent. If he goes outside every day and he's going to school, that we see that as 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 being a child, five years old, first time you go to your bus stop, you see a crackhead walking down the street. That's hard. You don't know what's wrong with him, but you'll you'll figure it out. And if you figure it out, you'll figure okay, that goes with you no. Know, he's a crackhead, and somebody that I look up to just sold him some crack. You, they they need to learn how to put mesh the things together, That's the cause and effect. Yeah. They don't see that. Mm-hmm. They see it separately. And then when they figure it out, here they are, 15, 16 years old, and now it's like, okay. What am I supposed he, to do with that? <laughs> right. And, he, and, and is it wrong to give him this? Or, or is it wrong for him to be taking it? Mm-hmm. They, it's, they don't know. They don't know, they don't. Mm-hmm. but then they see. Okay, he okay. It's it's a problem with him being a crackhead. Mm-hmm. That's a big problem. That's a big no no off mm-hmm. top. Mm-hmm. But it's nothing wrong with the man that sold him the crack. Yeah, because he has billions of dollars, right. and he has all the nice cars, and he has all the houses. Right. There's nothing wrong with it because all we really want in life is to be successful. And that's how we measure success. Right, and that's what we see because I—that's—I say in Mark in in this community, that's just what we see. Mm-hmm. And you you just kind of have to choose your destiny. So and go ahead. And and, and they don't they they don't they don't realize going to school you your destiny is written. It's for free. You don't have to pay nothing but attention. You don't have to do anything but pay attention. You have to be dedicated enough to feel like, okay, it's going to take a lot of work, yeah, but you get to wake up in the morning. You get to do a lot of things. You get to have kids. Mm-hmm. You get to see your kids grow up. You get to be old. It's a lot of things that they don't... They don't that's right. No, that's exactly right. They don't wise. see... You're very wise. They, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. They don't, they don't, they don't get that lesson. Yeah. That's not being taught. Mm-hmm. And I say it's not being taught because... Now, the popular thing on the Facebook is Black Lives Matter. That's true. All lives matter, though. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't 
be, that shouldn't be a trend or statement. Black lives matter. All lives matter. And if we don't, me as a black woman, I say black lives matter <clears throat> not more than any other person's life. But right now, we need to reach our people. We need to reach that type of people. But we have to go into those environments to figure that out. Nobody's doing that. Right. Nobody's willing to go into the jungle and say, okay, it's this amount of things in here. Not impossible. It's not impossible. It'll take a lot of work. Mm -hmm. But now that we know what's in here, mm -hmm. either we conquer it or we don't. Right. right. And they, that's not happening. Now it's just, it, it's more of a, oh, that's popular. Oh, Black Lives Matter. Yay, Black Lives Matter. No. You didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. You did nothing. You told me something. You didn't do anything. Where is the footwork? Mm -hmm. Where's the dedication? I don't mm -hmm. see any motivation at all. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm like, okay. Not, you're not teaching. No one's teaching no one's teaching our black kids or no one's teaching our young kids anything. They just go outside and see it. And I can't, I can't help but put the two together. I can't help but put, okay, this drug dealer or this, you know, this person has this amount of money and that's what I want. Mm -hmm. I'm not paying attention to, okay, he just killed millions of people. Not even caring about that. He doesn't care about that. Mm -hmm. Can I ask a question? Mm -hmm. I'm particular just with what I do. Mm -hmm. I'm particularly inter my my interest is in the home, mm -hmm. okay, and with with the mothers and um, you know boyfriends in, boyfriends out. What happens in those homes? What what part of this might be a, a five year old or a little kid who's angry because he's not getting his needs met mm -hmm. and doesn't know he's five years old he doesn't know how to say i'm angry he just acts out and then he turns out to be 15 with a gun and now he's angry and he's going to act it out that, that's kind of my theory because i'm just a i'm i'm interested in those relationships in the home it's my it's my job so so i'm wor i'm wondering what's going on and are the kids trying to get the money because i've got nothing at home i'm not getting I, I need and things. I need money to buy things because nobody's yeah. getting me things. Mm -hmm. Not just love yeah. and respect. I'm getting mm -hmm. respect, but also just money for things. Mm -hmm. Of course, money is respect, right? Mm -hmm. that, for some people. Yeah. Some people, yeah. <laughs> what, what do you think about what I just said? Does that, does that ring true? Or some, some of this kind of start from I'm getting out of this house and I'm going to go out yeah, here? Yeah, true. It, it really is. And it's funny that you say that because um, my, I'm going to say my friend, He's 19 now. A perspective on him is if you see him, you'll see him. He's really humble. He's a good person. You can't, you can't, I guess, environmental-wise, he just met his mother, so to say. Hmm. And the way that he met his mother or really got intertwined with his mother so much more just that relationship wise is now he's paralyzed from the neck down oh. so now she has to take care of him because now you're she's now you're his caregiver so now it's like okay like i really hated you because you didn't you didn't love me i didn't feel like you loved me mm -hmm. or i didn't feel like when i came home i have had food on the table i didn't you know i i didn't get all the things that I felt was, yeah, I didn't feel comfortable yeah. with just being here. So he felt like he wanted to go out and he wanted to 
make ends meet. Now it's, I say roughly 12 of them <laughs> just from her, just from her, so to say. Uh-huh. Now he feels like, okay, I have to provide because I don't want my younger sisters and brothers to feel like I do. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to have to struggle. I don't want them to have to do the things that now that I'm 16, 17, 18 years old, mm-hmm. I have to do. I feel like I have to do, like are mandatory. Talent all over the place. He has mm-hmm. all types of things. Nothing the man can't do. But he doesn't have the, I guess, the go-to to feel like go to school. Like you could be a carpenter. You can be a you build. You're only you were 17 years old and built like so many things. Like you did, you did so many hands-on things. Everything he was actually at the um, car wash up here. They had mm. right before he had his accident. Like I don't know. It's just I don't know. <laughs> so you're, I hear you saying he's really capable. Yeah, he's really but it, talented. Right, and, and it's like I guess she didn't. She didn't notice it, so right. to say. That's right. how you would feel. You didn't right. see me. Right. That's so now I have to make you, make you see me. But now it's like, right. okay, now that I've tried to make you see me, you still don't see me. Right. So now I'll leave. Now I'll just provide for myself. Yeah. Not where I can feel like I'm being seen. Right. Right. Or I paid attention to. Right. Me. And now got you on something that you can't get out of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now, which is nerve damage, but. Let's just pray he'll be able to walk again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It will. But he's only 19. Oh, so sorry. So it's like, like mm. dang, like you, you, if you would have just, yeah, if you would have just realized that that wasn't the way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not showing you the attention that you feel comfortable with, but you have to realize that she's trying. Mm-hmm. If you feel like she's trying, then you'll be fine. Yeah. Just. Yeah, we all have a lot of old yeah. hurts. Right? Yeah, true. Old yeah. hurts. True. And you were telling me outside that mm-hmm. you just kind of push push on. Yeah. Could you, some and, people get stuck in it, mm-hmm. though. It would right? be nice if everybody could do that. And yeah. that's the challenge is that everybody do doesn't have that, that just, little bit to keep moving when the mm-hmm. gas tank is empty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I think that's what just puts the fire on the fuel. Mm-hmm. That's what blows it all up. Because mm-hmm. if you... It, if you if I if I didn't feel like okay I had to push on then I would probably be dead or in jail mm. because I felt like you don't love me or I felt like you mm-hmm. love them more mm-hmm. right or like you you weren't there for me I didn't know you like you know mm-hmm. I didn't I who how can you come in and tell me anything I I don't even know you I don't like yeah. I'm right. I'm I was willing to I was willing to feel like don't don't kill yourself over feeling like you left me because you didn't. Mm-hmm. You did what was best for me. Because if I was with you, yeah, I would have seen a lot of things that I didn't supposed to see. Mm-hmm. Right. And then that would have put me right. doing the same thing that I see. Predisposed you to some yeah, right. The other, yeah, the other kids saw. Right. <clears throat> which may be a difference between. Yeah. yeah. Do you still have Boo? Is Boo yeah. Yeah. She's I, still around. Yeah. Okay. She. Oh, I. I just. <laughs> I talked to her the other day and I called her because I was having some hardships and mm. everything and I didn't. I wanted to go back to school but I don't have a job and um trying to stay with my mama because I'm trying. I can't. I guess not recover her. She's been doing it for too long, mm. but. Just showing her that someone cares, and I, mm-hmm. her and my daughter are like this. So 
Mm-hmm. So you I'm feel like to... you're giving her what she didn't give to you? Yeah. Oh. I, I feel like she didn't she didn't get to raise me. She really didn't get to raise any of us because my brother now, like I say, he's like about 40. And my young, my sister right above me is 11 years older than me. Wow. So all of them were mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And they kind of got taken away for Lord know what reason. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But no judgment on either side. So. <laughs> um, and they went with my aunt, which is my family, my blood. Mm-hmm. So when it came time for my mother to have me at 33, she was already living in the fast lane. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I wouldn't necessarily say she left me. I just felt like she put me where I needed to be. Mm-hmm. She, she, gave, she gave comfort to me. Mm-hmm. She didn't drag me everywhere she went. You know, she didn't bounce from this and, and I see. You know, I, I didn't, I knew about it, but I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I didn't judge it. Mm-hmm. I felt like, okay. You, you were kind of protected from it. Yeah, I, got, I did. Saved from it. Yeah, kinda. then that's how I feel. I don't feel like she, I don't feel like she left me. I felt like she just put did me you? somewhere where he would cover me. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have to worry about anything. You're going to ask something. I was just going to ask if you see other mothers not doing that these days. Mothers. Yeah, and a lot of mothers. Taking kids around, taking them wherever, letting yeah. them see everything they shouldn't see. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. A little mm-hmm. bit, I say. say. <laughs> I got one more question. Do you know, do you, I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you know the Lord Jesus Christ? Yes, I do. Because you have got it in you, girl. You, doesn't mm-hmm. she, she just kind of, mm-hmm. can't she you said, tell? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. have got she that. Everybody's, you've got that Holy Spirit in you. I can tell it, I can feel it. To keep it together yeah. and then to be able to yeah. articulate it is another gift. And that's all, and that, I was, yeah. I was like four or five when I came to my grandma Willa. And told her that I wanted to sing. She was like, okay, well, sing to me. Mm-hmm. So oh. I sung to her. I sung to her for years. I've been singing to her for years. Mm-hmm. She would call me and tell me to sing to her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if I didn't have you to do that for me, I wouldn't believe in myself. I wouldn't mm-hmm. feel like, okay, I could stand up in uh, front of yeah. 15 million people. Yeah. I felt like I wanted to just share me mm-hmm. with you. Just know that it's somebody else out here like that. Don't feel alone. You're not alone. And even when you feel like you're just absolutely alone, it's somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's somebody. And my my mother says I'm just like my grandma. Mm-hmm. My um, grandma Rosemary. She was a beautiful woman. I never got the chance to meet her, but just when I was born, she had passed. Mm. So Sorry. I was like, um, yeah. Oh no, I don't. I, you'll I, meet her. You'll I, meet, you'll I, meet her. I feel like I did. I feel like I. I guess I say reincarnation. Mm. I felt like the only way she <laughs> would bring that much power back is if she put it in somebody else. Mm. So. Here's the last question, and I'm gonna leave you alone. And that is because uh, uh, right now, as y'all can imagine, I'm about solutions. I'm about mm-hmm. okay. What are we gonna do here? Mm-hmm. Um, articulate as best you can what we need to do moving forward for the eight, ten, the five, eight, ten, fifteen year olds that are walking around right now. Yeah, the best you can. I know this, there isn't one silver bullet. We get that, but mm-hmm. to share, you know, from your perspective, you know, what 
action steps do we really need to be thinking about to to impact um, this this group that's walking around? They need purpose. They need they not they need, I guess someone that cares, mm -hmm. but someone that cares enough to do the footwork. I don't want I don't want anyone to come to me and say you need you need to do better. Mm -hmm. That didn't tell me anything. Mm -hmm. I don't know like tell me what you know. Why do you feel like I need to do better? Why do you what 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 type of connections or what type of information do you hold that you could provide to me? type of situations like this. Mm -hmm. They need someone to touch bases on, I guess, the young men that they are they they have a lot of talent. A lot of talent. I know every young man that you see standing at this gas station mm -hmm. or you see over here walking up or down the street and mm -hmm. obviously up to no good maybe. Mm -hmm. But touching bases and talking to them on a one-on-one -on -one basis, mm -hmm. you will realize that young man is exactly what the world needs. Mm -hmm. But he has no opportunities. He has no one to come to him and say, okay, you can, you have the ability to want to do carpeting or, you know, just build houses. And mm -hmm. you want to, you, you want to give back, but you have, this you have other obstacles in your way. Mm -hmm. He needs to realize that it's it's not impossible, and someone can help. I could tell you, I could point you to a different other programs that can help you, mm -hmm. and not just necessarily point them to you. I could put them in front of you. Or grab their hand and take them. Right. Walk them. Mm -hmm. I I I I could put you in a situation where you. You can't say you can't do it. You can't say no. If I bring to you jobs or if I bring to you um, just different stores or different just to touch bases on the talents that they have, there's no possible way I can tell you no. I can't tell you that I can't do better since you've brought, you know, you've brought studio. You've gave me pen and piece of paper. You've given me my whole motivation. You've given me everything that I need. I can't tell you that I can't do it. Because mm -hmm. the only person that's left to put the progress in it is me. Mm -hmm. I can't I, there's no, I, I, I can't feel like, well, it's me. I can't feel like I can't do it. Because all the opportunities are here. So the only person that's missing out of this equation is me. I just need to put myself in it and just wholly and, and motivate myself to feel like you cared enough, and you don't even know me. Mm -hmm. But you cared enough for me to feel like I can do better. I, you see, you see something in me that you know I don't see myself. Right, myself. right, right. And that's what they need. They need something <clears throat> to just give them their purpose. They need something which is hard to say. I guess take them by the hand and say, "Let's do this. Mm -hmm. Let's go do this." Mm -hmm. You. You don't have a rod, okay, I got a bus pass. You don't have education, okay, go get your education at the Excel Center. Yeah, it's like a phone call. Sit here, let's talk. Right. We'll get it done. Tomorrow right. you, and, and, and I'm going to still challenge and then, that. Right. And 
Yeah, I'm going to still challenge it just a little bit because, you know, that very thing happened. Mm -hmm. We've had this happen since I've been out here four times, I think. You know, we had two young men who we believe are homeless. And this is my, as I said, I was on the last question, but I got to deal with this because I need to get over this barrier. Mm -hmm. We had two young men, and I know trust is part of this, and I get it, and mm -hmm. that takes time, you know, commitment, and, 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 yeah, and, and I get that. Um, but we had two young men that I interviewed similar to this. Mm -hmm. Both said they needed jobs and needed things to do, and mm -hmm. we get that. I sent a blast out before that afternoon. We had people lining up to give these guys jobs. They have not come back here to even take advantage. That's the one. So you know me, I'm keep asking questions. So I'm asking questions. Come to find out he's, his parents have gone to Atlanta. His brother is floating around somewhere. He's not really in a stable situation. Mm -hmm. So I bring him in here, sit him down right there, connect him with a friend of mine at Outreach Inc. They talk. He brings a bus pass, brings the information to him yesterday, and tells the guy, come get the information. You've got an 8.30 appointment to start you know, your journey. Does not come back, does not show up, you know. 15-year-old, we catch. Were any of those actively using? Uh, I can guarantee you they are. Yeah. Do you yeah. think that's a barrier? That's the addiction. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So I'm to say yes. Because if I go. Because this is part of it. Because right if I go, right then, I, then <laughs> either I'm going to get found out or I'm not going to be able to. Mm -hmm. But it's like. Keep using during the day right. or whenever. Not, I and I'm just asking. Yeah. yeah. It's, I'm it's trying a, to figure it out. Yeah. I say it's a way to get around that. The. Okay. The using situation. Okay. Um, because, like I said, my mother is using, but she's a never miss a beat. Functional. Mm -hmm. Very functional. Mm -hmm. The smartest person I've ever met, mm -hmm. and I've I've met a lot of very very educated people. I've met a lot of people that went to college. I've met a lot of I've met a lot of people in the world. But I have to honestly say that my mother just, not just education, she, she tell me I have not just education skills, but I have street sense. Mm -hmm. So you got to know, you got to know when is the proper time, I guess, to hold them and when to fold them. Mm -hmm. And I say with that young man, with you giving him all the necessities that he needed, did he have a phone number? No type of contact at all. Mm -hmm. And that's where it was at. Because they have free phones that they give people every day. Mm -hmm. He needed, before he left you, not to, I'm sorry, but before he had left you, he needed a way to get back in contact with you. Mm -hmm. I say that's my problem. Because with, um, when I first started at the Excel Center, I felt the dedication from everybody. I felt the motivation and everything. But I didn't have the necessities to feel like you would have to call me every day. Soft skills. You would have to, mm -hmm. like, hmm. pester me. Mm -hmm. Hold you accountable. Right, that's, that's right. Like, it reminds you. And, yeah, yeah, and, and, and to know that you care. You, yeah. You're not just coming to me and just... Here you go. I can give you everything you need. Yeah, boom. There Gosh. it is. But I'm going to call you tomorrow. Right. To make sure that you get up out your bed, right? And get over here, and you come to me, and you talk to me. Is this is this what you mean by getting past the drug thing, or is this just? Oh no, the, no, I'm saying, the yeah, the whole thing, the drug thing. That's a personal. That's a. It's a personal thing, but 
it's another one of them things that have to, like, you, you could do better. You don't have to do that. Gotcha. You, you don't need those. Mm -hmm. You need to breathe. Mm -hmm. You need water. You need to eat. You don't need drugs to function. Mm -hmm. and, and, and let him know that if you stop, it's a lot of other things you could be doing. Instead of you feeling like, okay. But he probably needs to see <clears throat> those things. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Most definitely. Before he stops. Yeah. Right. Because it's I, the, I, like, I, back to, back to the, um, it's the cool thing to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everybody around here and <laughs> trust me, they know my mouth. I tell all of them, you know how dumb you look? Do you realize, yeah, you feel good and yeah, all your friends, y'all literally standing in front of the gas station with y'all pants on y'all knees, mm -hmm. slouch down like your back don't work. Mm -hmm. Do you know how dumb you look? But you turn around and say, oh, the police is always pick. You look like slop, mm -hmm. but you don't see that because you're high, so you don't care. But I'll let you know. You look ridiculous. That's so mm -hmm. honest. It's so transparent. I like it. It's just because you, because I can't, I can't see me. I right, can I, I can look in the mirror, but I can't see me. Mm -hmm. But I can look at you and tell you, okay, you have glasses on and your your earrings look nice. Yeah. And you know that. Even if you had a question in your mind, like, oh, I don't know how I look with these, you look nice with your glasses. I'll tell you that. That's fine because you can't see that yourself. Right. You're exactly right. So when I see stuff like that and with young men. You don't see what you look like. Mm -hmm. But then when you're sober, you always have the, woe is me, and I don't know why I can't work, and I don't know. When you don't care, you look like you don't care. Mm -hmm. That's why. That's exactly why. Because you don't. It, actions speak louder than words. Mm -hmm. And you could tell me all day, this is what you want to do, and this is what I want in life. Well, you don't show that. Because you get high and you're very absent-minded mm -hmm. to the smartest person in the world. You look like you don't care. And speaking to you soberly, it's like, oh, well, I didn't think you had that in you. I really thought you was dumb. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought something was wrong with you. Right. <laughs> right. But when you're fully functioning, it's like, oh, wow. 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 Yeah. yeah. So why don't some. you, right, and, and why, don't you, why don't you run with that? Mm -hmm. Stay on that path. You don't need to be high to function. Mm -hmm. It it really doesn't help you at all. Mm -hmm. They don't know that. They just feel like, oh, what's well, the cool thing to do? No. no. Don't be cool. <laughs> don't I'm, try to be cool. This is your gig, so you can ask the questions, but oh, I'm oh, wanting to know oh, if there's a way, if you would consider talking to us again at some point. Not, not just today. Here you go. Bye. <laughs> But do you have a cell phone number? Do and you, and you know what? Right. You know Look, what I mean? and I do you don't, but I have a Facebook. Team, or you be an advisor or I something. I have a Facebook. I don't. My phone is off. And how did you not? Okay. We'll find us on Facebook. <laughs> and here. And I have an email address. Put it all down. Where are you on Facebook? My there. name on Facebook. Hold on a second. I'm going to have you write that down there. And then, yeah, that's. Uh, this is called on Facebook. Enough is enough. You have well, Facebook? No. Well, yeah, there, there is a page called United for Change. Unite for Change page. If you know how to find it. Yes, I do. I'm going to go ahead and stop this. Just say your name one more time. Jessica Dotson. And you can say your name too. Sue Swayze. So, uh, when she 